And this is As the Road Returns. This is going to be a quick disclaimer. This is going to be my opinion. The opinion of Carlos. Not the opinion of the Rescue Company One. Or any businesses of the Rescue Company One. Or anybody that employs, houses, pays us of the Rescue Company One. is not their opinion. It is uh, not Dr. Abel's opinion today. Not his opinion. Uh, not the opinion of... Uh, you know, anybody that employs him either. So don't do anything stupid and say that he told you to do it. Um, it is the opinion of anybody that's here on the show today, as, uh, whether it's Trish and Amanda or Jason. It'll be their opinion. If anything I'm going to say is going to offend you, then go fuck yourself and turn it off. Here at the Rescue Company One, we are shaping up to have a pretty busy 2023. We have a lot of stuff on the calendar already. We're going to kick off our year at Fire Rescue East in Daytona Beach, January 19th and 20th. We do have a booth. It'll be number 527. We're going to be in the arena right across from the fire sled competition. You'll find me with a giant foam finger. Yes. Right after that, we're going to be going to St. Augustine for our first air medical class of the year, January 23rd through the 28th. That class is getting decently full, but there yeah, is still absolutely. room. So you had a um, advanced airway, difficult, difficult airway, airway course, Yep. We got all of the things. It's all listed on our website, The Rescue Company One. You can find it on there. You can get links to go there on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anywhere you look, you can find us. Um, Following that, we're going to go into Community Paramedic. This is a new program. We are still, you know, working out the glitches with the schedule and things like that. Um, We're going to do week one now, March 6th through the 10th. You'll go back to your own program your hometown or wherever you're from for 30 days to do a project. And then you're going to come back to us for a second week, April 3rd through the 6th. And we will go over that project and everything that you learned in that time. Yeah, Cause every place is different. It is. Everybody, everybody's got a different need. And this gives you the chance to be different Yep. and suit your needs. So we will also bring in the ISBC and we will proctor and our host to proctor your exam on that Friday, April the 7th. And then we are going to start doing the helicopter search and rescue pipeline, which so many of you ask about. Um, we have found a way that we think it's going to work out fabulously. Finally. Yes. We're going to start <laughs> that with the ropes course in St. Augustine. It'll be March 27th through the 31st. Yep. Um, in between there, we are going to have our second air medical class, which is part of the pipeline. Yeah, got to do it. So that class will be in Orlando. We will be here April 17th through the 22nd. We're going to follow that with some water rescue back in St. Augustine. Yeah, we will. April 24th through the 29th. And that's uh, St. Augustine slash Georgia. So people do understand there is a uh, last few days we are going up to the Columbia River. Yes, for the water rescue class. So there will be some traveling in there. Absolutely. Uh, the rest of those classes for the pipeline, we are looking to do helicopter search and rescue technician the beginning of June. You can, again, watch our website, watch our Facebook page for some finalized dates and locations. Obviously, that stuff takes a little bit of time for us to lock in. Absolutely. Um, we will, however, be at the first their first care conference in Fort Lauderdale. Yep. We will be teaching. We'll be walking around. Hard Rock Casino. Advertising. Again. Yes, I enjoyed it last year. Yep. We'll be there June 12th through the 16th. 
They also have their website up for you to register for any classes or lectures or skills labs that you want to get involved in there. And then we go back to the search and rescue pipeline. We're going to do austere medical looking towards the end of August. Long week. Long week. Followed by some advanced survival and wilderness search in the middle of September. Again, both of those, watch our website. Um, We will confirm the dates and the exact locations of that. But there is information if you want to learn what you're getting yourself into. We have it all detailed out on our website, therescuecompany1.com. And all the TikToks and... Oh, all the things. Facebook, Instagram. Faces, you know. Yeah, you can find those anywhere. YouTube. We have a YouTube with our videos and we have our podcasts on there as the road returns. We will be going to San Diego. I'm a little excited. First time in California for yeah. the Echo Conference. It'll be my second time in California that this year. Yes. Yes. But not mine. I'm not going to yeah. that. Uh, that conference, which is, as most of you know, very near and dear to our hearts. We will be there. Wouldn't miss it for the world. It will be August. I'm sorry, October 2nd through the 4th. And then to close out our year, we will have our last air medical class in Claremont. We had a wonderful experience there, and they have welcomed us back, so we will be going there October 23rd through the 28th. Again, all the dates are listed on our calendar. You can find the courses in the course store on our website, therescuecompany1.com. You can also go to services and look up any descriptions of all these classes. And there's more being added. Yes. And as always, you can contact us on any of those platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, our website, any of that. You can contact us if you have any questions and somebody somewhere will get back to you. We are all spread out, but somebody will get back to you. Yeah, absolutely. Bye. So welcome back. As the road turns, still here in Austin, Texas, with the El Hippo. That's me. He has been doing some computer shenanigans. You got rid of your computer tower situation you had going on earlier. Yeah, it. Uh, I was having some issues. <laughs> there was a lot of what have yous not working out for you there. Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> oh man! Again, like always, you know, this is the opinion of me, Carlos, not the opinion of the rescue company. One, anybody, the houses or. Uh, it doesn't house us uh, <laughs> as a rescue company one. <laughs> or, you know, definitely not the opinion of Dr. Benjamin Abbo. Don't say he told you to do it. And uh, anybody that hires him. And I think that I've been telling you that you may get offended. So you can shut the shit off right now. Otherwise, we're here still at Echo. Echo Conference. We got one of the Echo, Echo, ooh, Echo, Echo Future Flight Crew people here right now hanging out with us. What's your name, my friend? Eric Rodriguez. Eric Rodriguez. What are you, uh, Puerto Rican or? Puerto Rican. Yeah, full, full-blooded full Puerto Rican? I'm just Puerto Rican. Yeah. Uh, my dad came over when he was 13 oh. to uh, Miami. He grew up in uh, Hialeah, but my mom's from Virginia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're a mutt like me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you speak Spanish at all? Or? None at all. Oh, uh, man. My, my wife grew up in California and speaks more Spanish than me, and she <laughs> yeah. is not, uh, not Mexican. <laughs> Yeah, I got a Rivera that works for me yeah. that doesn't speak any Spanish at it all whatsoever. Sucks. I made fun of all the time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so you're the Echo Future Flight Crew 2022. Mm-hmm. 
That's and and uh, we'll talk a little bit about the process. You know, kind of we had Robbie on a little bit earlier, kind of like what he went through. He's in the first group. But the amount of, uh, we didn't know, it was like an 85 to 90% placement. Like usually the people that go through the flight crew program. We were looking that up earlier. We're like, that's pretty good. You know, like most people get hired to come through that. That's, uh, yeah, it's really good odds. And it was uh, definitely part of the appeal. Yeah. Um, not that I'm, you know, banking on it. You still got to put in work. But yeah. But uh, it speaks to the success of their program for sure. So you were, uh, uh, we were talking yesterday, you were in the class with us and stuff. And um, you, you, you lived in Orlando. Yeah. In, uh, in 1999, around that time or so? Yeah, I got out of the Army in, uh, in uh, 98, so 98, 99, uh, 2000, and right up to uh, shortly after 9-11. Uh, when I moved away. Yeah, and you were working at ORMC there um, uh, and uh, in the ER as a medic. Yeah, it was my first job. Yeah. Uh, first job in Orlando, first thing that I applied for. Their, their application even said, uh, military experience desired. It was perfect for me. <laughs> so you were right in there. Yeah. So you were right in there. So you were in the Army. Yep, started out uh, in the Army Guard and then did a few years like that and then did another three years active up in Alaska because I thought uh, I needed to get really far away from home. Yeah. Went from Georgia all the way to Alaska. We're, uh, we're in Alaska were you for Fort Wainwright or Fort Wainwright oh, when man. it was still 6 ID yeah. 4 9 infantry man shoes it was a uh, it was a uh, the so so my son's up to Fort Wainwright right now oh, that's nice. exactly stationed yep he was uh, and they just changed their uh, unit number so they're like the 11th Infant, 11th Airborne Infantry now or something like that. They brought back some old... Oh, old, yeah, they're, that's right. I World saw those patches thing. on Instagram and and uh, making fun of... Uh, uh, kind of poking fun at Fort Campbell and the aerosol guys by adding another Airborne unit yeah. up there in Alaska. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I guess uh, Fort Wainwright's going to be... Uh, my son's unit's going to be in... Uh, um, what do they call it? Uh, aerosol. Aerosol. Yeah, an aerosol group. And then I guess the other army in alaska is going to be the air because i guess they're already airborne so yeah the, those guys down at rich were airborne like five of first to five of first or something like that yeah was it? well it's so crazy how the army does things man that that four wing rights gotta be the worst army post you can go to concur yeah yeah <laughs> I, i've yeah. been to some bad ones but uh it's just it's so out there and it's so it's so cold you're on your so cold. Is it boring? Is it boring at all? Yeah. To sit there and not do anything. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they do are doing stuff. My but. three years in the army there were full of really, if not bad, highly questionable decision making. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's so crazy. Like they bought a giant anchor and then told everybody they couldn't go to any classes. Like a giant decorative <laughs> anchor. They go, yeah, we 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 uh, we have a budget issue. <laughs> so. So then you this Air Force time too, if we got that correct? Yes. After I separated from the Army, I did my four years there in Orlando. Um, that's where I actually went to paramedic school. So I burned some GI Bill money, did a paramedic, and actually did fire school. And as I was uh, finishing out medic school, I was in the process of doing a local hiring process to an FD there. And, and uh, 9-11 happened, and it kind of killed everything or froze yeah. everything, that the processes that were going on. And uh, it ended up pulling me back into the Air Force anyway. So it looked like, eh, it happened. And I was working for an ambulance service at the time. It was like, uh, I need to be someplace else. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, um, the Air Force was actually utilizing paramedics more uh, than the Army was. And that kind of pulled me in that direction. Yeah, it seems kind of strange, too. You know, now we work with the, the uh, we do some work with some of the Air Force guys doing some other renewals and stuff like that. And then we work with the Army guys because the, the Army just went all FPC. So if you're yeah. a flight paramedic in the army you got to be an fpc and you got to be a, a civilian paramedic which before i guess i was just the special ops guys were 
nationally registered medics. Yeah, so they uh, they did that out of, I mean, kind of got pioneered out of Campbell, so those 160th guys. In fact, yeah. that's how I ended up getting my FPC, was even though I was in the Air Force, thanks to, thanks Army. Yeah. Um, is I had gone through one of the courses they were putting on at uh, Campbell for their uh, the 160th guys to you know wrap up their training. Um, it, it was a good class. I passed, so it was yeah. a really good yeah, class. Yeah, yeah, they do a good um, job, man. They do, they yeah. do a good job. We actually end up getting people with, like, test anxiety and stuff they can't get it they're like on their third and final attempt that the army's gonna give them you know and then before they get reassigned so they're like you know so we got there been some good guys come through usually through from kentucky like mm-hmm. we get a, this is a whole kentucky group we got one time man so we got a bunch of like people minded like us we're all test challenge here so <laughs> <laughs> there's no shortage of chest anxiety yeah, and that man. thing is still i made the mistake of having to research once by exam and and no, never, never, never ever yeah. again have I fallen behind on my CME <laughs> like like that. Oh man, I tell you, like obviously here I have no choice. I have to take the test because there's no other way to to know and teach what's on it if you don't take it. You know, yeah. so so I, you know, uh, I'm the worst guy that people always ask. How many C's do I need? And I says, I don't know. I've never done it. <laughs> so so now this Echo uh, Future. Uh, how did you hear about them? The Future Flight Crew Program. Uh, when I was doing my research uh, a couple years ago for my FPC, I was uh, the company I was doing my stuff through. They had put on uh, IMET had done that I, uh, Icon conference. It was like early in COVID. Yeah, and uh, so that's how I had heard about Echo, and it kind of popped up on ra- my radar. And uh, but I was still active duty at the time. Uh, the future flight crew stuff was going on. Um, you were also in IDMT, a very rare commodity, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, well, an that, independent well, duty medical technician. Yeah, um, that. Which is what? Really? Well, basically, you're an enlisted physician assistant. The Air Force doesn't want to send a PA out to a FOB, so they send an IDMT, aka what the community paramedic is wanting is what he his job was. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I, actually, yeah. I sat for that exam last year. Um, kind of on a whim and not that I'm working in community paramedicine but as they were I was watching that curriculum and it was doing development I looked at it I'm like that's an IDMT all day long yeah uh, yeah they it, stole it it, it, it it was it was perfect and it was like I'm not gonna say that test was easy it's not the IBC or IBSC doesn't build them like that yeah uh, it was challenging but uh if you're in the career field and uh looking at that exam it was it was built for IDMTs yeah yeah and you know man like so I, I had to build our curriculum for the community paramedicine over there in Florida and it's a uh, man I tell you what it's a pain in the ass you know because there's a lot of like a lot of things that's like critical care but then there's a lot of things that are not like critical care it's very um, it, it's very primary acute care medicine yeah, which is, is, is a lot different than planning for uh, a 20 minute or even an hour long transport yeah, this absolutely. is more like I'm going to make this Days, change today. I'm going to come back. Have you come reassess. back next month? And we're going to follow up and see what's going on. And there's a social aspect to it, services mm-hmm. and all that stuff. You know, it's uh, it's pretty, I found that interesting kind of building it, you know, uh, teaching it is going to be challenging. It's a, you know, so, because you got to take a paramedic that's used to right now care and put him thinking yesterday, today, and four days from now, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's a challenge because it's not a, I don't know if there's really, I did I did Columbia Southern's uh, prep course for that, yeah. uh, which isn't terribly clinically heavy, uh, and so even taking a paramedic, um, taking a para- paramedic without a, a, a primary or an acute care background, 
and trying to get through that test uh, clinically, or even forget the test, just doing the job. Yeah, um, it, it's it's tough. Uh, we're looking at aspects that we don't even address in paramedic school, oh, from absolutely. nutrition and rehab, physical absolutely. therapy, and working with all these uh, 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 consulting services. Uh, uh, it, it's a lot. So if, if you've got a background in it, great. Um, but it's a uh, it's yeah, it's not paramedicine, uh, although our, our skill set does lend itself to being really good at picking up on, on subtleties in patients when we uh, do see them before they really go acute. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's, it's not perfect, but it's a really good, good bridge good to get there. Interesting. Good man. point. Yeah, yeah that patient yeah. assessment, we are very good at finding what's wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, even in Florida. The, 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 even the IBSC opened up. If you are a community, uh, um, I forget what they call them. There's a different title, but they allow those people to take the pair. If you've basically got community paramedicine-like training, even if you're not a medic, they let them take the community paramedic certification. Oh, for the state? Yeah, for the IBSC. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, community healthcare worker is the other name for it over there. Okay. So if they have a so they have a social uh, background, social care background, totally. Yeah, they let them take it. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I didn't realize that. Calling it like mobile integrated health and a lot yep. of other places. Yep, I think exactly Wake, it. Wake Forest or and, and Minneapolis use that. So does that. We'd use that out in California too. It's yep. called MIH. But. Is that where you're at now in California living? Or? Yep, that's why. This was my last duty station on active duty was at Travis Air Force Base with the, the 60th Air Medical Evacuation Squadron. Okay. Yeah. And is uh, there, you still like it, huh? California, or you well, want to come back to Florida? My wife's still active duty. Oh, um, that'll do it. So uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> doing that retiree slash uh, dependent life right now. Yeah. Um, which is uh, not too shabby. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, California's pretty. Uh, yeah. You know, it's. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'll be around there as long as uh, the Air Force keeps it there. Yeah. I mean, it's an expensive place to live, buddy. You are not lying. Man, it's so crazy. I've. I watch like you know I got a YouTube addiction, man. So I watch all these people that like moved to California, got good jobs, but are living in their cars. Yeah. Because they can't afford to fucking live in a place, man. It's so insane. The. Yeah. It's. it's <laughs> I don't know how. Uh, I mean, I, I retired as a as a E seven, and uh, you know that even with uh, the two of us being active duty, uh, mill to mill, the the idea of spending. Five six hundred thousand dollars on a house yeah. uh, that you know had a was all of about ten or fifteen feet away from your neighbor, <laughs> um, with you know, yeah, maybe maybe a hundred square feet of backyard is is so nuts. It's wild to me. It, that's maybe that's because of where I'm from. You know, I, my, I bought my first house in North Carolina. I sat on about a quarter oh, of an acre for Open fields. way less than that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, it's yeah, it's tough. It, you know, housing, gas, food, everything. I got to spend six months in South Carolina last year on my, my last deployment before I got out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've been in California long enough to kind of become a, adjusted to the prices. And I, <laughs> I was like, man, I got, I'm in South Carolina. Like, I'm rich. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So much, yeah. So much extra. There's we, so much disposable we, income. We call it ghetto rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just got enough cash for the day. I saved, <laughs> right. I saved so much money. Oh, my God. Well, man, you know, thank you for your service, first of all, man. You yes, know, thank that's you. That's one of those things that doesn't get said enough. And being the father of a uh, of a soldier is 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 a scary thing for me, you know. Um, uh, and, and but I do appreciate his his sense of duty, you know, and wanting to go out there and do it and stuff like that. So yeah. I appreciate you, my friend. No, thank I, you so much. I appreciate it. But I mean, we're 
both in, in a form of public service. And I'm sitting on the side of that. I got a kid who just, you know, graduated fire school and is, is, is going off to do that. And it, it you know, I've, I've been there. It, it makes me nervous. I'm oh, proud of man. him. Super yeah. proud of him. Evan, you're awesome. I, yeah. I love you, bud. And I, I know you're going to be great, but yeah, I'm still worried. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You got to, where's he going to go work at? You know, he's, uh, um, Wants to he, he wants to go work at the airport, but uh, I think he's he's uh, applied at New Smyrna and is looking. Oh, so he's still not by our neck of the woods, huh? Yeah. Oh man, he go work wherever he wants. Tell him to call his uncle Carlos over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll get him a job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. You need to send that boy down south, man. We've been teaching over in Palm Beach County. He graduated from Palm Beach. Oh, yeah. He, he uh, needs from, to go. Oh man. If the, he doesn't get a job, Orange County will hire him, and, and then, then he can go, go down to Palm south. Beach. Yeah, <laughs> man. Well, yeah, you know, we're in Palm Beach, actually, uh, next week on the 22nd. Next Monday, we'll be over there. Yep. Um, I'm telling you, they just did a test, and they're going to do another test. Oh, yeah? Tell them to keep attention to that. They just, they need to hire 700 people Dang, in Palm wow. Beach County. 700 wow, people in the next three years they yeah. want to need to get. So they need people, man. So, yeah, and that's good pay over there. I'll pass it on. You know, that is good pay. I've seen a bunch of dudes that have been homeless, but now they're, you know, they got tons of money <laughs> working over there. So... Nah, man, I appreciate your time. Again, thank you for your service and good luck. You yeah. know, anything we can do here at the company. And definitely, you know, we have an open invitation for you to come to Orlando and yeah. uh, do a class. Oh, absolutely. I already checked out the uh, October schedule there. There's yeah. good odds that I, I may be down that way there at yeah. the end of October. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It'll yeah. be a fun I class, I appreciate man. you guys' time. No, I awesome. appreciate you, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Carl. Take Bye. care. Uh,